Hello and welcome to Living Waters Flowing, where Jesus is exalted and God is glorified. I am Nina Menace, and as always, it is a pleasure to come before you today. I hope that your day is blessed and that you're enjoying it. And I'm so happy that you came to spend time with me today. Let's go ahead and jump right into prayer. Father God, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, we extol you. You alone are worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, Lord. So, Lord, we come to you today ready to hear a word from you. I completely decrease, and I ask that you increase and overflow out of me. This is your podcast. This is your time. Do as you wish, Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, Today's topic and what God has given me is anointed, but no longer appointed, right? Anointed, but no longer appointed. Let's go ahead and go into scripture. It's going to be 1 Samuel 13, 7b through 10 and 13 through 14. And it reads, Saul remained at Gilgal. And all the troops with him were quaking with fear. He waited seven days, the set time by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and Saul's men began to scatter. So he said, bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings. And Saul offered up the burnt offering. Just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived and Saul went out to greet him. And then we're going to go down to verse 13. You have done a foolish thing, Samuel said. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. Amen. And then we're going to drop down to 1 Samuel 15, 1 through 3, and verse 9. And then we're going to go down to verses 22 through 23. And it reads, Samuel said to Saul, I am the one the Lord sent to anoint you king over his people, Israel. So listen now to the message from the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to to Israel when they waylaid them as they came up from Egypt. Now go, attack the Amalekites, and totally destroy all that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Put to death men and women, children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys verse 9 but Samuel and the army spared Agag and the best of the sheep and cattle the fat calves and lambs everything that was good these they were willing they were unwilling to destroy completely but everything that was despised and weak they totally destroyed Now we're going to skip down to verse 22 and 23. But Samuel replied, 
Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. And let's everybody say amen to the word of God. So King Samuel was still anointed, but he was no longer appointed as king over Israel. That very moment, that very moment. And we're talking about in 1 Samuel 13. And he reiterated that in 15. So King Saul physically remained king over Israel, but he was no longer appointed to this position any longer. God will fire you and let you keep on working. He will take you, take the anointing that is on you and allow you to hold that position but he will not be deeply involved in the works because of the rebellion, because of what has been done, because you're no longer going to him, listening to him for instruction to do what it is that he wants you to do, wants us to do. Amen. So when we get to the point where we're we're put in position and we don't seek God on what it is he wants us to do he will remove the appointment of that position off of you and give it to somebody else he'll give that assignment to somebody else and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about this and I felt the heart of God and it was grieving it was like a deep grief like the loss of a child and I hope, I don't have any children, but I hope I would never have to experience anything like that. And it troubles God to see the very ones that he has anointed to do great and mighty works, to build the kingdom of God upon the earth with other kingdom builders, to be a fiery soul winner, to be disciples of Jesus Christ, exalting Jesus throughout the world carrying the light of truth into the darkest places and allowing God to perform miracle signs and wonders to set the captives free, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to destroy the plot plans and schemes of Satan and all the works of darkness, banishing it completely from the hearts and minds of people through walking in the power and authority that was given to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Never forget that God has given us power and authority. He's given us dominion. Amen. Let's go to Luke 10 and 19. It says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. I love that scripture. That's one of my favorites. 
Now, the very same power that Jesus walked in while he lived here on earth is the very same power that God has made available to us. Jesus said that we would even do greater works than he did. That's in John 14 and 12. Verily, true, I mean, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Amen. So King Saul was appointed king over Israel, which was what God granted his people who asked him for a physical king, a king they can see, you know, like the nations around them. And God himself was their eternal king. You could not find a better king anywhere whose reign never ends but they wanted to be like the other nations around them and their kings could never have the power and authority that the lord god almighty the sovereign and most holy king had then god still reigns forever today so no matter who is president of the united states or any country on this earth, our God reigns. Amen? So, uh, Prophet Samuel would relay the words of God to King Saul. He really was a blessing to Saul. And he would use Prophet Samuel to instruct King Saul on what to do concerning a number of important things. Now, God asked Saul to remain in Gilgal and to wait for Prophet Samuel to return and offer the sacrifices unto the Lord that were required. But King Saul was afraid of the people that he was chosen to reign over. Okay? And he was worried about what would they say? What would they think of him? So he rendered the sacrifice. He stepped outside of what he was anointed and appointed to do to please people. Let me repeat that again. He stepped outside of what he was anointed and appointed to do to do what pleased people. So we see here that King Saul was out of order. He was out of order. He did what he wasn't even anointed to do, and so the offering was unacceptable to God. And it angered him. So much so that God spoke through Prophet Samuel and told King Saul that the kingdom has been taken away from him. And God is giving it to someone who is a man after his own heart. And that's what we just read. So, this is what God is saying to us this very day. Now, this is the portion where I'm completely stepping back and I'm allowing God to just say what he needs to say. He had me to type out everything he said. I have to say it verbatim. And the scriptures he has also provided throughout what he is saying. So this is what God says to us today. I have seen the hearts of many church leaders. 
apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors, and they continually do what is detestable in my sight. Like King Saul, they are speaking to satisfy the ego and flesh of those who they are sent to minister the truth of my word to. The focus has turned away from me and has shifted to growing a larger following away from winning souls and more towards receiving more likes and love. This is what caused Saul to lose his kingdom and it will cause many to fall in this hour. I will not allow doctrines of demons to ring out through the land and not deal with the hearts of those who spread it. My word is the word, whether ministers choose to speak it or not. Darkness has blinded many people from the truth, and I have come to open the eyes of the blind. Spiritual blindness has caused many to walk away from the faith and has caused others to hang on to every word from these demonic ministers. I am raising up an army within the body of Christ. Those who have been anointed and appointed for this very hour to expose and expel the powers of darkness, to be the bright light within the body of Christ, leading others back to Jesus and away from the lies and deception that is so prevalent in the land. No longer will people sit and ingest the crafty and powerless teachings and preachings of those who have fallen away from me and have been deceived by demonic spirits that caused them to stumble. This day, November 5th, 2023 is the day that judgment has come. 1 John 2, 9 through 11. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. The teachings, preachings that are coming forth out of sacred pulpits and across streaming airways are those that feed into hatred and build up arrogance and satisfies the egos of mankind. These speakers go into detail about how grandiose you are and how your anointing and success is going to cause anger and jealousy from those who hate you or who have mistreated you. This is not the gospel. It is not my word. I never gave these words to them. 
they are all liars. 1 John 2, 18-27 Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promised us eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as he, as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. Judgment has come, and I am exposing all works of darkness, as well as making clear who is my chosen vessels in this hour. Matthew 20 and 16. So the last will be first, and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. I have spoken, and I will not relent. Do not let the yeast of these teachings continue to take up residence in your heart and mind. These are the doctrines of demons that I spoke about in 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 2. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. And that is the end of what he has spoken through his word and verbatim. So God is speaking to those who are anointed, but no longer appointed. I would never, I, I would never, I dare never to add to anything that God has said. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word today. Lord, we come before you humbly asking God that you would forgive us of anything 
that we have submitted our lives to that is not of you. Lord, we may not have known that a, a particular type of teaching was not you. I'm asking, Lord, that you would open our spiritual eyes so that we can see you, Lord. Lord, give us a passion, a hunger, and a thirst for righteousness. Give us a hunger for your word, God. Give us a thirst for your presence that is insatiable. Lord, let us draw closer to you that we would never in life be deceived by doctrines of demons. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask that you would search us, God. Search our hearts. Search our minds, God. Show us the areas that we need to surrender to you, Lord. We repent of all our sins in every way that we've fallen short. Lord, we say, have your way in our lives. We give it to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. So, for those of you who do not know Jesus, the Jesus that we have been speaking of today, and you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus is here right now. And to those who used to walk with God and are now feeling the love of God wooing you back to him, Jesus has never left you. He's right there. God wants a relationship with you and to show you who he is and who you are. It says in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So here's some language to help express what you're believing in your heart to God. Repeat after me. Jesus, I need you now. I humbly come before you now. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to live for you and do things your way. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead just so that I can be free. I make you my Lord and Savior. Fill this emptiness inside of me with your Holy Spirit. I surrender my life to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. So come on, everybody. Let's give God glory, honor, and praise for all that he's done, all that he's going to do for the souls that have been won to God today. I am so proud of you. To those who have given your life to Jesus today, welcome to the family. And to those who rededicated their lives to God, welcome back. We would love to hear from you and send you a love gift for your journey. So go ahead and email us at livingwatersflowingministry at gmail.com with the subject line, Jesus is my Lord. You can see the same email for, um, you can use the same email for prayer requests comments and testimonies we would love to hear from you and let's keep the conversation going in our facebook group which is living waters flowing with nina if you search that in facebook groups and just go ahead and click like or to follow and stay connected um, also we have a youtube channel which a lot of you are listening from now uh, it is awesome. We have our podcast on there, our social media content, like our words of wisdom, encouraging words. Uh, we have motivational 
videos, just wonderful. Um, definitely go ahead and connect with us there. We would love to have you. And also, women of God, I cordially invite you to join our Facebook group for women, which is Queens of God. It is Queens with a crown in front of it. And it is a wonderful community of women who love God. We pray together. We laugh together. We empower and encourage one another. We check on each other. We are just a beautiful community. And I would love to have you. So I love each and every one of you. Thank you for spending time with me today. And until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.